Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first overcome our internal self by focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. This podcast offers inspiration, strength, and hope through the tools of recovery, spirituality, and positive psychology. I started RecoverYourSoul.net after having profound changes in my life in my recovery from alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share these tools with others through this podcast and personal coaching. Personal recovery does not need an addiction to use the tools and principles to better our lives and transform just the desire to make positive changes and grow. As an ordained minister, I continue to study and deepen my relationship with the spiritual principles that have brought me peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. I know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. So here we are, we're on this Recover Your Soul journey together Each of us is in our own place on that path, and I'm on my own soul recovery journey, and we're just these human beings. We're spiritual souls, but we live this time in this human body, in this human mind, and there's so much that we still have to live on our daily basis to survive, to be in the world. And I have found myself really getting more and more comfortable with that time that I'm spending with myself on my spiritual journey and how good that feels, how scrumptious that feels, how happy I am when I'm in meditation or when I'm reading spiritual inspirational things or when I'm studying for my masters or when I'm reading books that are about this piece of ourselves of really growing and expanding and connecting with spirit, with higher power. And when I'm in that space, I can just feel that vibration. I can feel that energy just being lifted and that settling in my heart that is just so pure and happy and full of love and full of compassion. And then we open our eyes or we step away from that practice and you have to walk out into the world. And you have to walk out into the world, into other people, into circumstances, into other people's individual circumstances, other people's experiences. We bump into other people. One of the things that I think about is this piece 
of our work that we're doing that is, how can I be that full self of myself regardless, regardless of what's happening around me? And that practice is a daily practice for each of us. It's a daily practice for myself. But when I can stay in focus of myself, when I can stay in integrity of being responsible for my own happiness and my own feelings, I really am so much more content, so much happier. And it doesn't mean that I don't get knocked off my game. And we all get knocked off our game. And it's about pulling ourselves back faster. So just yesterday, yesterday was a Friday. And generally on Fridays, I'm off from my quote unquote regular job my at um, as the director of community care at um, Columbine Spiritual Center. And Fridays and Mondays are my recover your soul days. Those are the days that I put into creating podcasts, into creating content, into really deepening my spiritual study. And I love those days partially because Rich is working, right? My husband's working and the kids don't live here anymore. And so I have this peaceful house. And I set in my mind this desire to have my life look a certain way. And I observe in myself that for the most part, I'm pretty good at going with the flow and I'm pretty good at not getting too caught up in sort of setting a regimented part of how I think everything's going to go for the day. But every once in a while, I have in my mind what I need and want and how I want it to play out. And I had in my mind yesterday that I was going to have this full day by myself. I had counseling session in the morning with someone, and then I was going to um, do some recover your soul stuff. And Rich shows up, right? Like he's done for his day. His projects had all finished up and he, it was going to just be a fun Friday for him. And I should be so happy that he's home. I should be excited and able to sort of go with the flow. But what I observed in myself was I got crunchy that I got a little frustrated that I couldn't do my quote unquote thing that I had set my mind to. And as I spent a couple hours sort of wandering around the house doing other things that were different than what I had intended or set up to do with a little agitation that that was what was happening, I watched myself. And Rich actually was like, what's going on with you? Why are you so irritated? And I thought, yeah, yeah, what's that about? I am doing something that is an old pattern of mine, an old pattern of being frustrated when it doesn't look and feel like it's going the way that I kind of wanted it to go that day. And when I could see that pivot, when I could observe that in myself, it's as if everything in me relaxed and everything in me was able to make that emotional change and take responsibility for myself and give myself grace and just say, yep, you fell right back into it again. That it's actually my job to continue to do what I had set up for my day. And if it meant that I needed quiet, or if it meant that it, I needed something to be able to ask for what I needed, and I didn't ask, 
I didn't even know what it was. I just went right back into this kind of place of it wasn't what I had set up in my mind as being the perfect scenario. And it brings me really to that part of us that needs the circumstances, that needs other people, that needs or wants things to be a certain way for us to feel comfortable and happy. And what I can give myself credit for is for the most part, 90% of the time, I am able to go with the flow, to be happy, to stay on my game, to stay in my spiritual emotional center, regardless of what's happening around me, which is a huge change from what it was before that it used to be about 10% of the time I could do that. And 90% of the time I was completely taken over by whatever the circumstances were around me. And I think that it really reminds me of the importance of us just being aware of that, of really recognizing in ourselves that when we allow somebody else's interactions with us, somebody else's words, somebody being around or being in a scenario that isn't exactly how we wanted it, when we give ourselves over to that, we are completely giving up our power. We're giving up our power to be energetically who we are. We're giving up our power to have control of our own self and our situation. That if we don't have control of anybody else, it also doesn't mean that we give up that control to somebody else for those circumstances. And you can have situations in your life where it's coming at you. And it is, of course, going to affect you. But when we are coming from this healthier place, this more rounded, open place, we can hear what the other people are saying and try to really discern what is the actual foundation of what's going on. And how much of what is being said or done is true to that conversation, to that situation? And how much of it is stuff that we are bringing from the past, projecting onto that situation that is from our own past experience? And when we can do that, when we can take responsibility for ourselves and our own peace and our own feelings and take that power back regardless of where that other person is at, regardless of whether they've had a good day or a bad day, or they see things a completely different way than you, you can create this space, this separation, this healthy space and separation between those two thought patterns, those two entities, these two human beings who are bumping up against each other and not have it change your vibration, not have it change your energy, not have it change your vision. I was talking to somebody recently and they were talking about their work and that there's this vision that they have of this industry and that 
other people aren't on board with the vision they have for this industry. And that it was really keeping them stuck in feeling like they have to change how the other people are feeling for the momentum to move forward and grow what's happening in the industry. And when we talked, the more we talked, the more you can feel that when they let go of how the other people are behaving, what the other people are thinking, and the vibration and the energy and the excitement and the visioning and the the desires of this particular person's ideas are so profound. They're so wonderful. They're so incredible. They have this movement. They have a feeling of being in the flow of spirit. You can feel that it has this larger energy, that it is not just like an ego-driven idea. And that when you get caught up in a few other people's ideas or thoughts, what they have of it, that it totally shuts that down. And we were able to sort of move forward and, and let go of what those other people's energy was around it, and to continue on in your energy. And so that's like a big idea situation. But I can bring that back to being at home. And that the interesting part is that Rich didn't have, he didn't come home and say like, oh, this is what we are doing now. And you need to do this for your day. And you need to make me lunch. And you need to do these things for me. None of that was said. He went about his own business. He was doing his own thing. And I got caught in old patterns of just like being concerned with what a couple other people in the industry are doing, my mind went to kind of rotating around somebody else instead of rotating around myself and seeing that I have control of myself, my energy, my life, my day, my actions, my happiness. I have control of my happiness. I used to say to my kids, you get to choose your attitude, pick a good one. And it was a saying that I said all the time and used to make them crazy. And it would actually be so funny because if I was in a bad mood, they would say the same thing to me. But we do get to pick our attitude. We get to choose our attitude. Are we going to pick a good one? And that includes the energy that you feel inside of you when you are in a spiritually healthy, solid, good place, that you can have a higher vibration. And as we know, those higher energies, those more contented, happy, positive feelings bring more of that to us. They actually create an openness for beautiful things to happen in our lives, for opportunities to happen, for connections to happen, for abundance to happen, for growth to happen. And that when we are in a place of really needing everything else to line up for us, and that we have it set in our mind how we think it's going to go, we're blocking all that. We're actually blocking higher power. We're blocking our connection with our internal self. We're blocking that part of us that 
knows that we have and are everything that we need. So when you're in a meeting, when you're in a family dynamic, when you're in with friends, when you're in any situation where there are multiple personalities, when you're just at home with your spouse or with your kids, to really be aware of your own environment, your internal environment, and how that internal environment is wanting other environments to be a certain way for us to be okay. That we aren't picking a good attitude. And what I'm grateful for is that I can see it now. That I can make that pivot, that I can make that change. That I can discern for myself what is my thing that's going on And if it makes sense to talk to the other people about it and make an amend, I made an amend to Rich and just said, wow, I totally observe that I am being super crunchy and it's entirely me that I could have done everything that I had set out to do for the day, regardless of whether he was home or not. I decided to not do it that way. Or that if I'm in a meeting with somebody and it doesn't feel like it's going the way that feels good to me. To be able to take the time to reflect on that, to see clearly what is really going on inside, and also to be aware of your own energy, your own dreams, your own visions, your own potential, and to not be afraid to be in that space to feel those things and to be able to come back and speak to people in a healthy, whole, connected way that shares the insights of who you are and responsibility for your own pieces and knowing that it may not change the reaction of that other person. It may not change that particular circumstance, but that we internally can still have our own change that we cannot have anyone take from us our own internal, true, full self, that our visions, our dreams, our awarenesses are uniquely ours. And the more soul recovery we do where we're not putting all the focus on somebody else, the more we come back and we are brave We're unstoppable in our own fullness. We don't have to have all the circumstances around our life line up for us to choose a good attitude. We get to pick who we are. We get to choose that attitude. And when I do that, especially when I journal or I meditate and I can feel and come back to that center of myself that feels connected to higher power, that is releasing the need for everything around me to be a certain way for me to be okay. And I can feel that solid strength in myself. I open my eyes and the truth is everything around me is okay. That it's all working out for its highest good. 
And that each one of these stumbling blocks that we come across, each one of these hardships that we come across that sometimes feel like they are devastating, life-changing, if we see them in a new way, if we allow them to be learning tools, if we allow them to be growth potential, if we allow them to teach us, then we're one step closer to not having to repeat those same patterns. We're one step closer to being our fullest self. We're also one step closer to being a light and an inspiration to everybody that we come across. So I have gratitude for my crunchiness yesterday. I have gratitude for the situations that happen in my life that help me bump up against myself and reflect and connect and come back to the remembering that I am responsible for my own happiness, that I get to choose my attitude, that I'm going to pick a good one, that I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to choose to be compassionate. I'm going to choose to be open. I'm going to choose to be flexible. I'm going to choose to be joyous. I'm going to choose to be contented. I'm going to choose to be exuberant. I'm going to choose to be calm. I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to choose to be happy. The world will continue to go on around us. It will continue to be chaotic, but we don't have to be chaotic. We don't have to feel out of control. We are whole exactly as we are. You are loved. You are love. If any of this feels like it's difficult for you, if any of this feels like you don't know how to maneuver through it, or you want to work on it, let's do a session together. Sometimes, as I've said before, just a couple sessions can make all the difference in the world of breakthroughs. I've been having so much fun working with people, and I'd love an opportunity to work with you too. You get to pick your attitude. Choose a good one. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening, and I hope this episode offered you tools, guidance, and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. For more information, please visit the website, recoveryoursoul.net. There you can find out more about Rev. Rachel, book coaching or spiritual counseling sessions, read the blog, listen to music, connect to social media, as well as subscribe to receive email updates. We thank you for supporting the production of this podcast by donating on the homepage. And by following, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast, you're helping to spread the Recover Your Soul message. We hope that you'll follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the private Facebook group to become part of this transformational community.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.